You are tuned to the Nachum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsiegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another great edition of JM Sunday right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm Matis Weingast, your host for today and every Sunday. It's February 4th, 2018, the 19th day in the month of Shvat, 5778. You know what that means? Today, it's Super Bowl Sunday, and there is plenty of excitement. There's plenty of anticipation, and you know what that's for, of course. It's for the Kosher Halftime Show coming up at 8 o'clock this evening during the big game. And uh, it is going to be exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. A great week was had by all last week when Nachum and crew were in Israel. And uh, where they uh, filmed the Kosher Halftime Show. We'll be talking to Nachum at uh, about 8.30 this morning to find out all about the Kosher Halftime Show. What to expect. And uh, and all about the uh, the production of it, uh, which was uh, amazing last week from what we all heard. Hope you all had a great week. Uh, I forgot to mention that if you are studying Daf Yomi, it's uh, still Mesech Savod Zara, Daf Chuf 20. And uh, outside of our area, Outside of our studios, I should say, in our area, 31 degrees and uh, some snow showers, I'm told. And uh, going up to a high of 45 degrees and rain all day long. And uh, also going down to 30 degrees later tonight and rain in Israel, in Jerusalem right now. (laughs) 70 degrees and sunny. Going down to 69 degrees and clear. Every go watch are coming up at 7.30. News from Israel at 8 o'clock. As I mentioned, Nachum uh, will be on with us at uh, about 8.30 to talk about the Kosher Halftime Show and music in between. So thank you for joining us here on uh, the Nachum Siegel Network. We appreciate it very much. We're going to write to some music and uh, we'll just play along. Here is Mkomcha Vodashabalev on JM Sunday. <laughs> Mim koim chabal keinu soifia, vesem loy chaleinu.
עושים, אלו עוד מבקשים, אלו ואלו כבר מריחים, שאלו הם החולמים, אלו הם היוצרים, אלו ואלו אז נפגשים, מתוך עוד נקודה טובה, רואה קצת אור באפלה. לוקח את הזמן ומתבודד לרקוד עם הנשמה. אלו עוד לא יודעים, אלו עוד מתחבאים, אלו ואלו עוד נקשרים, לאלו שלא נראים כמו אלו שמייצגים, אלו ואלו עוד מפנימים, מתוך עוד נקו... Hashem, you die, baby You die, baby You die, baby 
7.30 in the morning, bottom of the first hour of uh, the show, J.M. Sunday, here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Mata Swan guest with you on this uh, fourth day in the month of February, the uh, 19th of Shvat, Tafiomi Chaf 20 in Avodah Zarah. And uh, if you're in Jerusalem right now, our listeners out there are enjoying 70-degree weather and sunny, while in our area we're enjoying 31-degree weather with snow showers in the area. Great. <laughs> Rabbi Goldwasser are coming up in a few seconds. Uh, Nachum will be joining me uh, at about 8.30 in about an hour from now to talk about the amazing, amazing program, the exciting program that will be happening this afternoon uh, towards the evening. Uh, it is going to uh, involve an entire uh, set of teams. Uh, it is going to be something that Everyone is going to be watching. Uh, it is something that uh, was a long time in making. And uh, it's going to be something that will be talked about uh, for quite a while. Well, of course, I'm talking about the Kosher Halftime Show 2018. <laughs> the fifth one. Unbelievable. Five years doing this. Ohad Mayor Kay and Nachum is the dream team. So we'll talk to Nachum about that in about an hour from now. 
Uh, right now, it is. Uh, yeah, it is time already. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're getting, we're getting to it. We're getting to it. Uh, right now, it is time for Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words are Lazecha Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef Alevi, and Esther Bas Rabbi Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with a morning chizuk. Good morning. Chazal, our sages of blessed memory say that when Mashiach comes, all those who are dispersed will be gathered together. The tzaddikim will be close to Mashiach. Those who conducted themselves properly in this world, they were careful from chet, from sin, and were always meticulous in financial matters. Mashiach will bring them to a special yam. He will open up for them the hidden treasures. There they will see silver and gold. They'll be able to take anything they want, and they can return to their homes with great treasures. When Mashiach will fly to Ganeden with great Kedusha, all of the Tzaddikim and Noshim Tzidkanios will fly together with him. Those who are rewarded with Otsros will also want to go to Ganeden, but they won't be able to run because they're going to be weighted down with the materialism, the Gashmias that they clung to. We see that the Vekas Begashmias, holding on to sheer materialism, takes a person away from his Ganeden. The Talmud and Sanhedrin tells us that Hashem grabbed on to the garment of Yeruvim and said, Return, and I, you, and the son of Yishai will stroll together in Ganeden. Yeruvim asked Hashem, Who's going to be first? Hashem said, Ben Yishai. At that point, Yeruvim declined the offer of Hashem. Hashem promised him Ganeden, and he didn't do tshuva. Because a person that is steeped in sin, a balavera, doesn't want to do tshuva and will not even be choyzer, will not return in the olam ha'emes, the world of truth. The midos ros, or the negative character traits, were so enrooted in his body, nothing would help. This was the downfall of Yeruvim. He created strife between B'nai Yisrael and Avim Shabbat Shamayim, their father in heaven. Why? It was for the sake of his honor. Because of his honor, he didn't have the strength to be choyzer b'tshuva, to repent. Yeruvim ben Nevot held on so tightly to that aspiration for kavod, for honor, to the sheer materialism, it held him back from his own Gan Eden. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Shama, Elohim Koebe, Intakshi, Tishma. 
ניצחון ואז תתחיל לראות שזה נכון שהשם איתך שם לידך והעם שתלוי בך הוא לא עוזב, לא מאכזב אותך תמיד אוהב כן השם איתך ועוזר ואין ענת שלא שזה כבר קרוב, לא צריך מדי הרבה לחשוב, רק עם הלב ללכת עד הסוף. יש קול קטן עמוק בפנים, השם שולח רמזים, ואם תשתיק את הרעשים, תשמע קולות מלחשים, וגם כשהכל שחור, פתאום תראה ניצוץ שלו, ניצוץ עובר ללהבה, תרגיש הכי באהבה. Who's the guy? 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 Who
Tor Alir Vahar Umeya Feyla Mi Ora Umisibu Negyuna Yom, 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 yom,
کوکین و بسیر و سفا شم نباد تا שוב האור בחלומי, אשר מושך אותי לשם, רוצה לשכוח מציאות, לבנות בשקט עוד עולם, של מנוחה מהמרחק, של השלמה עם השנים, אני תמיד נשאר חזק, כשהשמיים משתנים. צועד בטוח בדרכי, כל הפחדים יופסו בזמן, אותו האור בחלומי ייקח אותי הרחק מכאן, ומעכשיו יהיה לי טוב, אני אתן את כל כולי, אמצא כאן בשבילי את החיוך המאושר. כן, מעכשיו יהיה לי טוב, ארגיש את האור בנשמתי, ועם הכוח שאיתי, אגשים חלום שלא אני בוחר ללמוד איך ליהנות מהפירות, להתמקד בעבר, לשבור את החומות, ובתקווה גדולה אין טוב למחוזות הרחוקים, שם אוכל בים סוער, לצוף במים מתוקים. עכשיו יהיה לי טוב, אני אתן את כל כולי, אמצא כאן בשבילי את החיוך המאושר, כן מעכשיו יהיה לי טוב, אגיש את האור בנשמתי, ועם הכוח שאיתי, אגשים חלום שלא נגמר. 
Scott Elbaz here on JM Sunday. Matas Wine guest with you. Baruch Levine before that. Yumi Lowy, Yana Hashem from Reb Michael Nadada. Eitan Freilich and Ari Goldwag rounded out the first, uh, the second half hour of the show following morning chizuk. It's coming up on 8 o'clock, top of the hour. We'll get to the news from Israel momentarily. Nachum will be joining me at around 8.30 to talk about some event that's happening today, later on. So we'll get all the information about that. <laughs> Nothing much uh, really going on, right? Of course not. <laughs> um, so uh, we will, yeah, we will get to that around, uh, like I said, around 8.30. And uh, we'll get to the news from Israel momentarily. What else did I want to tell you? A great program, of course, continues all day long here on the network. It uh, It is a great day here. And uh, let's see, 11 o'clock, live lunch encore with Avrami. 1 o'clock, a Saturday night Siegel encore with Avrami. A, uh, an encore presentation of Court Report by Elliot Weiselberg at 7 o'clock tonight. And then at 8 o'clock, the Kosher Halftime Show exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network. Very, very exciting. Everyone's looking forward to it, and that's what we're going to talk to Nachum about coming up in about half an hour. Right now, it's time for our news from Israel. Hannah Julian, Middle East news analyst and senior correspondent at JewishPress.com, joins us every Sunday morning to bring us up to date on the latest happenings in the state of Israel. Good morning, Hannah Julian. Good morning, Matas. The cabinet has voted to advance legalization of the Jewish community of Chavat Gilad, also known as Gilad Farms in Samaria. That's the community where Rabbi Raziel Shevach and his family were living. His family still lives there. And it's where he died at the entrance to the settlement on uh, January 9th when he was attacked by a Hamas terrorist cell. Most of the members of that cell have now been captured. The leader of the cell is the only one still at large, and last night his wife and father-in-law were arrested in Janine. Today, Israeli cabinet ministers voted on a Zionist response to the murder. And by Yehudi Deputy Foreign Minister Tzipi Hodavelli said in a tweet, the government will fulfill its promise to the rabbi's family and will legalize the settlement. Israel does not surrender to murder. A 19-year-old Palestinian protester was killed yesterday during clashes with Israeli forces in Janine. Five other attackers were injured in the clashes that came during a day-long operation in the area while Israeli soldiers called for the surrender of Ahmad Nasser Jarar, the head of the Hamas terrorist cell that murdered Rabbi Shevach. A convoy of Israeli military bulldozers and other vehicles entered the nearby Arab village of Brooklyn during the hunt for Gerar, who is still at large, and in a separate operation overnight, Israeli forces also arrested six Arab suspects who were part of a mob of some 200 rioters who attacked an Israeli driver on Friday. The Israeli entered the Jerusalem Arab suburb of Abu Dis by mistake. The Israeli was nearly lynched for that error. He was injured, and his car was totally incinerated. It was torched. Palestinian Authority security forces managed to extract him. They handed him over to Israeli forces, who then took him to a Jerusalem hospital. 
Palestinian Authority leader Mahmoud Abbas asked his government Saturday night to prepare a plan to disengage from Israel. According to the official Wafa News Agency, Abbas chaired a meeting of the executive committee of the Palestine Liberation Organization, which voted to establish a supreme committee that would implement the decision to sever all ties with Israel. The committee would also suspend recognition of Israel and the and uh, to wait for the annexation of Jerusalem to be dissolved and to wait for settlement construction to be ended and wait for Israel to recognize a so-called state of Palestine along the pre-1967 borders with Israel with uh, sorry with East Jerusalem as its capital. Abbas is scheduled to appear before the United Nations Security Council to appeal for full Palestinian Authority membership as a new Arab country at the UN without having to complete direct final status negotiations with Israel. The Israeli Crossing Authority has discovered a shipment of chemicals used to produce explosives hidden inside medical equipment that was being delivered to Gaza last week. According to Israel's defense ministry, the contraband was discovered during a routine inspection. The dual-use chemicals were of a type that can be used to produce bombs and Qassam rockets. And finally, Gaza terrorist groups are on high alert. The top echelon of all the terrorist groups in Gaza are reportedly clearing out of their headquarters and they're heading for their safe spaces. They believe that Israel is going to use this week's coming Juniper Cobra joint military exercise with the United States as an excuse to launch the next war with Gaza. So they're heading for the hills because they think we're going to attack them under the cover of the military exercise with uh, the United States, which, which happens every two years. It's, it's a standard exercise. And so they're, they're, about to, they're all going undercover. They think Israel's about to attack Hamas. So Israel has said that it has no interest in another war. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens there. Let's take a quick look now at the weather. Partly cloudy skies today, temperature in the high 60s in Tel Aviv and in Jerusalem. It's in the mid-70s in Beersheba, and it's hit 80 degrees in Elat. Partly cloudy skies tonight, same weather tomorrow and Tuesday. It is Mangal weather here in the Middle East. 31 <laughs> degrees here outside of our studios, <laughs> going up to high of 45 and rain, and she talks about Mongol weather in Jerusalem. Yeah, no, I'm cranking up the barbecue on my on my back patio. I don't know about you. Did you say? <laughs> did you say 80 degrees? I said 80 degrees in uh, Elat, and it's in the mid 70s in Beersheba and Arad. When does uh, <laughs> spring officially start in Israel? Oh, I don't. Know. We've got a couple of months yet. Yeah. <laughs> no snow. Any snow this year? I know you had rain, which thank God you didn't need it. But was there any yeah, snow no. yet? No, and and the funny thing is, we actually have had snow in the past in the Negev, and yeah. we've had snow in Arad, but not this year, nothing. nothing. Although, although I will tell you, the last storm that we had was strong enough to completely tear off the uh, the the tarp that I had as a roof 
over my goldfish pond in my backyard. I have a beautiful goldfish pond, a huge one, and I had a, a tarp over it uh, that it was tied to my uh, to the posts of the uh, the pergola. Uh, over the patio and on the fence along the the back of my backyard and it was really strongly tied with with really you know navy uh rope and you know it got ripped off because that's how strong it was gale force winds and it got torn off so that's how strong the winds were they were really which begs the question why did you have a tarp over your goldfish pond uh, i'll tell you why because in the negev the sun is just that strong that I would end oh, up with right. You filter fish. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so you have to. You really do have to put a shade over it in the summer, mm. um, or you'll have algae, which will be. True. I'll have get filter fish with um, with vegetables. Right, exactly. <laughs> wow, uh, so, interesting. Good. What you have to go through. You, we, you know, we never think about these things. It's, Very important. It's really amazing. Yeah, the things you can do here and the things you have to be careful of. Right. Thank you for sharing that. My pleasure. (laughs) Have a great week, everybody. I'm Hannah Julian for Jam Sunday. That's our news from Israel. Thanks, Hannah Julian. We'll see you next week right here on uh, Jam Sunday. I'm much obliged for your joining us and uh, sharing all of that with us here on Jam Sunday on a... uh, on the day of Super Bowl Sunday, which means the day of the kosher halftime show, and we'll be talking to Nachum about that in a half an hour, or less than half an hour, about 22 minutes from now. Very exciting, because 12 hours from now, we'll be watching the kosher halftime show. Wow. Very, very exciting. Half an hour from now, we'll see which team is winning or losing, or tied at the end of the halftime, at the end of the first half. We'll see what happens. All that and more coming up. See, you can't stay away at all. Not for a minute, because you never know what's going to happen. All that and more for the next hour here on JM Sunday.
Bye. 
Ari Goldwag with uh, Min Olam here on JM Sunday. Marta Swine guest with you. Well, today is uh, arguably the most anticipated day of the entire year. Multiple teams get together to do a, uh, a huge production. They have traveled around the world to different locations. And uh, it's the day after which most people call out sick more than any other day of the year. And excitement is building up for what is going to happen later today. And, of course, I am talking about the 5th Annual Kosher Halftime Show presented by the Nachum Siegel Network. And here to tell us all about it, the one and only Nachum Siegel. Good morning, Matzis. Happy Super Bowl. Good morning. Happy Super Bowl to you. It is. We should give uh, kudos to the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the uh, New England Patriots who made it to today's game. Aren't you impressed? I knew those two teams. Uh, I'm very impressed. They made it, uh, and uh, it is going to be an exciting game. But, uh, as we all know, the main part of a Super Bowl is uh, is the halftime show. And for the fifth year in a row, you are providing the halftime show for the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is the... Uh this is the year where it seems to really be making an even bigger impression around the world. It is. Oh, and by the way, uh, I would assume you've been getting some Ohad requests this morning. Yes, we're going to play an Ohad uh, song. Uh, I think we have Mahuska coming up in the next half hour. Because of all the positive vibe that he and uh, all of us at NSN have been getting over the last week or so. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Kosher Halftime Show this year. I mean, I think at this point, uh, most people know it was recorded last week in Israel. At the Wilf Children's Hospital at Charitetic Medical Center, it was um, it was a great three days of filming. Mayor Kay produced and directed an amazing uh, a show that you're going to be seeing at eight o'clock Eastern time tonight when it becomes available on NahumSingle.com and on the NahumSingle Network Facebook page. And um, Ohad is of course the star. Mayor Kay is in it. Uh, you'll see some NSN staff members who are in Israel there as well in different shots. And um, we're looking forward to a lot of great reactions. So far, the anticipation is tremendous, and I think it's warranted because we've had unbelievable kosher halftime shows in the past. This year, for the fifth, it's off the charts. Absolutely. Now, you have a lot of different elements to the halftime show. Please tell us uh, some of those elements, including the commercials, the sponsors, uh, the type of program that we're going to see. Well, it's going to be presented by the Rothenberg Law Firm. And if you heard Harry Rothenberg Friday on the air... He is just one of many, many thousands of people that are excited that there is an alternative for their family for the halftime show, and then the kosher halftime show is available. Yeah. Uh, so the Rothenberg Law Firm gets a big thank you. <laughs> Excuse me. The American Committee for Shari Setting Medical Center in Jerusalem, they obviously had a major role, and maybe the most important role, as they were our liaison when we asked permission <laughs> from Shari Setting Medical Center to do some of the crazy things that went on. So the American Committee really came through. Uh, Rachel Wolf, Mayor Ferdig, and everybody there at the New York office. And then the Charitetic Medical Center, a big thank you to uh, Uri Schwartz and Audrey Gross, and of course to uh, Professor Yonatan Alevi, the Director General, for being very open to a lot of interesting ideas for the Kosher Halftime Show. Uh, it does have commercials. Our commercial sponsors include the One Israel Fund. They have a major event next week. It includes Yeshiva University with a major uh, program announcement that you'll be seeing. And uh, it includes our friends at Carmel Wineries, uh, who are, again, great supporters of ours and have uh, a very, very heartwarming commercial. If you love Israel, 
make sure to watch this 40-second commercial, which will be in the middle of the Kosher Halftime Show, from Carmel Wineries. A lot of people have seen it already since we've made the commercials available on our social media in advance. Yeah, so very... That's what's, happening. that's what's happening with the commercials. And there was one other element I wanted to mention. And uh, I guess the, the, the key is that four Ohad songs will be performed. Mm. Uh, one will be a full-blown Jewish music concert that you'll see at the Children's Hospital of Sharon the Wolf Children's Hospital. And the others have great storylines and are wonderful music videos, just a lot of fun, a lot of key moments, a lot of fun moments. And you put it all together, and you have uh, 15 to 20 minutes of great entertainment. And, uh, and, and as I like to say, a very important statement about having a kosher alternative to the halftime show. It is beautiful. Uh, true or not true, the fact that you were at the uh, Wilf, uh, Wilf building at the Shari Tzedek, uh, and, uh, and therefore, you know, t- at least tangentially, the Wilf family participated in this kosher halftime show, true that therefore they were uh, given the permission to uh, host the uh, Super Bowl this year? I think that's the reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe there were other elements that uh, that went into that. Maybe, that maybe that. a couple of them. <laughs> Who knows? But look, uh, Super Bowl is usually decided what? Uh, how many years in advance? Uh, yeah, three, four years in advance. And, and and that's when the kosher halftime show began five years ago. Right. So you know, I, I think it's part of it. We should get you know Mark on the phone. And I do want to give uh, you know shout out to the Wilf family, as you know, they're from Elizabeth, New Jersey, and their team. Uh, the uh, Minnesota Vikings, yeah, I got that name right also, uh, did a tremendous job this year. I mean, uh, they came closest. Yeah, they than, had their hosting the Super Bowl. Yeah, and they came closer, I believe, than any other team to uh, being the first team to uh, play the Super Bowl, play in the Super Bowl in its own venue. Correct. I think they were the, uh, you know, I'm saying, I think they were the, the I think they went farthest. Uh, yeah, they, have to check if, if they would have won the last game, they would be yeah. uh, actually, quote unquote, really hosting the Super Bowl. Right, so, absolutely. So, yeah. so, but but still, they're going to have a great time today hosting the Super Bowl. I don't know what the weather is. I have to check it out and see. No, no weather problems. It's indoors. Yeah, well, I know, but you know, people getting there and things like that. They said uh, they were looking. You know, to that is an issue, but I, I don't think that's going to be a problem. So, kosher halftime show coming up eight o'clock uh, Eastern time on the Nachum Siegel Network. How exciting! By the way, speak- yes. Yep. Sorry. No. no go ahead. No, you're. You- Just remind me before we end. I have to tell you something about Elizabeth, New Jersey. Go ahead. Okay. Um, how uh, how exciting was it when when you decided? And realize that you're going to go to Israel to do this halftime show. Not, <laughs> not just not just the connection to Israel that, of course, the network has and we all have, but just the fact that you're going to be producing something like this, uh, which is is uh, very American, but yet worldwide. And you're going to be producing this in Israel. You know, it's funny. Earlier today, I was interviewed by Ynet News, and the interviewer says to me, "We never realized that this." Super Bowl in general is such a big deal to the Jewish community in America. I said, oh boy, do I have a story for you. Wow. Like, uh, I mean, that, that's the first thing. The first thing you've got to understand that we are completely acculturated to the uh, you know, to the fact that there is a Super Bowl, that we want to you know watch it, participate, have parties. Like, it was hard for, and look, it's Israel, where things are much more fractured, you know, groups are much more defined, so it's hard for to believe that, you know, Orthodox Jews would take this, such a liking to this thing. Uh, but I explained it. But anyway, um, when you said Israel, look, uh, I'll tell you, look, it's not a secret what the benefit is for us to be in Israel. Obviously, aside from the regular benefits of being in Israel and presenting something that has to do with Israel. 
And that is that the center of the Jewish world is now Israel. It may have taken 70 years, some may argue it was less than that, but we know that the center of the Jewish world is now Israel. It's not New York any longer, it's not you know, any European city. Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, Israel is the center of the Jewish world. And to that end, even when it comes to an area like the Jewish music industry, we have a great industry here in the New York, New Jersey area, in the United States, but it's so concentrated in Israel, with so many hundreds of thousands, if not billions of people, or paying attention to it, that frankly, you know, this is to our benefit. We go to the place where the, you know, I don't think Ynet would be on the phone with me earlier today, not for the fact that it took place in Israel. Right. And we go to the place where, you know, where Jewish music is really thriving and really exploding. And, you know, figure out a way to include the, to include that venue in our in our kosher halftime production, especially for the fifth year. We want to do something extra special for the fifth year. Right, of so course. So take all these self, take all the selfish elements plus the practical elements, and you end up with a, a great kosher halftime show filmed in Israel. And you had a phenomenal team that went with you and, of course, worked with you, as you mentioned, in Israel. And, you know, not, not to, the, the technology nowadays, you know, is so different than it was even five years ago, certainly ten years ago. When you did the shows from Israel this uh, past week, I mean, it sounded like you were next door. And, uh, you know, production quality and ability to, to have this all put together – they have it all there, so you know it's it's in that sense it's pretty yeah, easy. Not just have it all there, we have it all here, and then just bring it along. And I was telling someone yesterday about what it used to be like, even when you know we were just doing spoken word shows, even when we were just doing interviews. What it used to be uh, in terms of what ZK had to create for me to do it as easily. And you remember this right. remember the trip in two thousand, of course. You know, it, it 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 took such an effort, and now those machines in miniature fashion really exist. And makes it so much easier. And, you know, when we do a show from Israel, like we did from the Inbal, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you know, a couple hours later, those shows are in the United States. They're yeah. being aired. It's really it's really remarkable. I and mean, as you point out, it's just remarkable. And it gives us, between that and the fact that we have such a flexible staff, thank God, including yourself, it gives us the ability to just do more and more and just produce more and more and just provide more and more to our audience. All right, Nachum Siegel with us here talking about the Kosher Halftime Show. Um, would you agree that uh, Ohad is a, uh, is a consummate professional? Yeah, and not only that, I said to the people who, who I spoke to earlier today in Israel, I said, you know, one of the reasons Ohad was such a natural choice for us, frankly, is because he is well-known in Israel, he's well-known in the United States, and he's well-known in Europe and other parts of the yeah. world. That was very important to us to get somebody who has a name that's recognized by as many you know Jews and Jewish music fans around the world as possible. And he loves he's doing unbelievable. this. You talk about consummate professional. He's unbelievable to work with. He is so cooperative, so incredible, one of the greatest mentioned in, in the industry. I've gotten to know him really, really well since the Paris show that we did yep. at the end of 2015, and he's an incredible friend. Uh, and he and David Fadida are just, you know, they'll, they'll do anything if, it, if they feel it's a good production, a quality production, and one the community will benefit from. And this is one of them. Tell us about Steinreich Communications. I know you had somebody from there on last week, and uh, Stan Steinreich. Stan Steinreich has been one of those people, um, you know, in, in the circle of people around our projects, including the Houston trip uh, back in September, who have been extremely enthusiastic, extremely supportive. They want to be involved. They think what we're doing is great work in an area that most people are, just, you know, it, it's filling a niche uh, for people. Um, that ha- that either needed to be filled or or that you know it's really beneficial to the community that's being filled, and they're just uh, they're, they're very very supportive and they're getting the word out and helping us you know get newspapers and websites and, and bloggers and social media outlets 
to just spread the word about the stuff we're doing. And, you know, we try, <laughs> you know, positive stories don't always get great coverage. Right. Sometimes it's a challenge, but, uh, but they've been amazing for us in that arena. Tell us, tell us behind the scenes a little bit about Mayor Kay, because his, his bundle of energy must have been, uh, you know, yeah. blowing The energy is remarkable. The fact that he works 20 hours a day is incredible. He hardly ever eats, which is really <laughs> something. When he does finally decide to eat, he can, he can pack it away like the rest of us. <laughs> but he's just, he, he's remarkable. And, and the thing that's most incredible about him, uh, and, and this is something that I don't think should be taken lightly, is that, in three days of filming, he never, ever snapped, got angry, or raised his voice to anybody. And, and even for the best directors and nicest people behind the camera, it's very hard to do that. You, right. know, you get frustrated sometimes, especially when trying to get people to cooperate. Right. Uh, especially when people, you know, when people who belong to the hospital continue to walk into your seats, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and that's what's so remarkable about him. So you put a mensch like Ohad and a mensch like him together, and it just becomes a really, really pleasant atmosphere to work in. And I think with all the behind-the-scenes things that people are asking us about Mayor Kay, that's the most important. Excellent. Beautiful. Uh, you wanted the, to remind, you wanted me to remind you about Elizabeth yeah. for some I don't know. I don't know if you remember the Shapiro family from Elizabeth. I oh, just don't of remember course. It. Of course. Oh, you do remember them. Yeah. So unfortunately, unfortunately, <clears throat> excuse me, unfortunately, last week, uh, and certainly our New Jersey listeners, the older New Jersey listeners will know who I'm talking about. Unfortunately, last week, my uncle, Rabbi Alex Shapiro, passed away. Mm-hmm. And in Beersheba, Israel, where they lived, you know, since the mid-70s when they moved there. And uh, you remember, and I know a lot of people in Elizabeth remember, he was a big, big tzaddik. And the people use that term, but he really was a very righteous man. Right. And the reason I'm laughing and smiling is I heard the following story from his son, which, which I had heard originally, and then during Shiva, when I called him, I, I, said, could you, I said, could you please, you know, verify the story? My uncle Alex was a vendor at Cleveland Municipal Stadium, he grew up, in Cle- grew up in Cleveland, a vendor. That was his job. It was one of the jobs he had in Cleveland Municipal Stadium, I believe in the 40s. It might uh-huh. be maybe the 50s, maybe the late 30s, but I think it was the 40s. And yesterday after Shabbos, I looked up, because the story I'm about to tell has to do with the NFL championship, and I did see that a number of NFL championship games took place at Cleveland Municipal Stadium, mm. and a couple of them were really, really close games. Okay. So uh, he was a vendor at Cleveland Municipal Stadium. One of the championship games, he's the vendor. You know, he's he's selling stuff at the game. Right. And he, the game is getting so amazing. You know, there were a couple of those games that were very, very tight till the very end. That he sat down, and he found the seat. He sat down in the seat, and he watched the game. And he was riveted by the action. Right. <laughs> right. The next day, he sent the value of a ticket to the Cleveland Browns office. Wow. He felt he felt that because he had sat down to watch it that he was obligated to pay for a ticket. I mean, is that a level of tickets or what? That is that is amazing. <laughs> so I said it, it tributes Uncle Alex and the fact that you knew him and the fact that today is the NFL championship that we now wow. call the Super Bowl. I figured I would I would tell that story to everybody. We got a kick out of it. Wow! Did did they send him a letter saying, "Dear Rabbi, thank you for your donation to the." <laughs> Your, no, but I have a feeling. I have a feeling that when they got that envelope in the office in the nineteen forties, they probably had a couple of very interesting reactions. Yeah, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that that sort of mentions, you know, that's that's somebody yeah. who's considerate and uh, and does that and uh, beyond the call of duty, oh, if he feels wow. that he's obligated. Wow. Very, very nice. Well, today is an exciting day, certainly for the teams um, that are playing and for the venue in which uh, 
the big game will be played, and most importantly, exciting for all of us uh, on the network and all of us around the world listening to uh, be able to tune in at 8 o'clock on the Nachum Siegel Network and uh, be able to watch a kosher halftime show with amazing superstars, Mayor Kay, Ohad, Shari Tzedek, Medical Center, Rothenberg Law Firm, FDD Productions, Steinreich Communications, all sponsors and people who are participating in this, and of course, Nachum Siegel. Appreciate that, Matt. Just remember, everybody, it becomes available on our website, NachumSiegel.com, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, if you go to the Nahum Single Network Facebook page, you'll see it there at the same time. Share it, enjoy it, spread it around, and, uh, and uh, it'll, be a, it'll bring a big smile to your face when you see the production. Excellent, excellent. Thanks again, Nachum. We're going we're gonna to go to an Ohad selection, Machuska. Right. A number of people have been requesting that, uh, so we'll, we'll do that. And thanks again, Nachum. Looking forward to seeing you later today during the halftime show and hearing you tomorrow morning. Thank you so much, Matas. Have a great day. You too. Take care. The one and only Nachum Siegel, Nachum Siegel Network, Kosher Halftime Show at 8 o'clock today. And uh, here is uh, Malchuska from Ohad on JM Sunday. Malchus <laughs>
הדושויס, בעל מלחומויס, זוהי רעי הצדוק הורבויס, מצמיח ישועויס, אויסך הדושויס, בעל מלחומויס, זוהי רעי הצדוק הורבויס, מצמיח ישועויס, אויסך הדושויס, בעל מלחומויס, זוהי רעי הצדוק הורבויס, מצמיח ישועויס, אויסך הדושויס, בעל מלחומויס, זוהי רעי הצדוק מצמיח ישועויס, זה מירויס יוי מירו, ובסיש בוכויס ישמיעו, זה מירויס יוי מירו, ובסיש בוכויס ישמיעו.
selections to round out the uh, show and end up uh, with Mitzvah. My thanks to Nachum Siegel for joining us to talk about the uh, Kosher Halftime Show coming up uh, in under 12 hours from now, from the uh, just about 11 hours from now, on the Nachum Siegel Network. Make sure to catch it then. And uh, thanks everyone who commented on the app today and uh, who joined us on today's show. Much appreciated. We hope you have a great week. Enjoy the Super Bowl today. Enjoy the Kosher Halftime Show. Nachum will be back tomorrow morning on JM in the AM at 6 o'clock, followed by the usual show with Mayor Weingarten. And um, and great programming continues all day long on the network, including, of course, the uh, Halftime Show today. Thanks again, everyone. See you next week right here on JM Sunday. JM Sunday.